We are so glad you made it. I had to cut off the boys talking backstage before the show started just to get it going. So we are frothing. We're back. We're excited. You thought it was winter. I'm not sure that it's winter yet. We shall see. Let's go. I'm proud of you guys. You work hard. Yeah. We're going to celebrate with a pizza party. Here we go. Pizza party. Why, it's a pizza pizza party. Hey. Oh. Pizza pizza. Pizza party. Pizza party. Club NGMI. So, uh, our audio guy, Tig, requested the new intro, and that's the new intro that I have right now. So, Tig, I need the new new intro. So, uh, still didn't fix the letters, though. Yeah, I noticed that. I mentioned to him in the chat. It's, I said, it's well, actually kind of funnier like, that way. Like, I actually yeah. like it. <laughs> it's codified now. We're so on the ball. It's, that, that is well. canon now. Uh, for the show, I believe, yeah, and it's well, it's better. It's NGMI, NGMI, not gonna make it. We'll just leave it in. I think and it's part NGI. of NGI, yeah. Uh, so Lou, how was your week? It's a good week. I actually I went and uh, this weekend I spent in the mountains a little bit. It's not, it didn't snow, which was good. We were concerned, but down in the mountains, uh, I was able to i mean i had wi-fi so i was able to you know farm my my hero quests uh since you know there's what you could, you could hop in like three times a day or whatever so made sure to get those in uh can't miss out on those those tiers especially when they were at peak peak pricing um so i had to farm those out but yeah just in general i feel like it's people are in better moods um across the board people are back from nft nyc there's these different companies i'm sure we'll probably talk about that seem pretty confident about the future of nfts and crypto so um i'm feeling pretty good i love it i'm excited about these new companies that you have so this is is vc money is arriving or something who knows uh babs how was your week Week was good. Um, you know, life-wise, I, I despise daylight savings time. So, you know, battling the 5 a.m. wake-ups with the kid right now. But other than that, um, going going well. NFTs, like Lou, uh, I've been, you know, farming my, De- my DeFi kingdom, doing my quests. My wife's always wondering, like, when I'm lying in bed, why I have my laptop lately, like, playing a little game, like, going to the wishing well. Like, that's that's fun. Yeah. But <laughs> rather than that, you know, good. I kind of like the the slower NFT world right now. Like, you know, minting maybe one or two things a day. It's kind of nice, nice little break. Um, and DeFi Kingdom has been fun. Obviously, I think all four of us are in it now. So that's been fun to kind of occupy our time a bit. And, you know, I've actually minted a few things this week that are above mint. So like, that's been Ooh. nice. It's, you know, like it's, that's a nice change. Um, and it does feel like a little less wintry than maybe it was last episode. So you know, things are good. I'm I'm happy to be here. It was a good week. Um, yeah. Let's talk NFTs. I love that, that Babs, Babs, you've said a few times, like, I'm happy to be here, as if, like, you're forced to, to be here. Like, I could drive to, to Alberta and, like, it's fun. corral it, you in. 
Yeah, like no, I always like like I'm always happy to be here because it's fun to talk NFTs. Like I get to talk with my friends. I consider you guys friends about NFTs for an hour and a half every Monday. Like that's great. Uh talking about life stuff, like I, I just got a new phone and I set up a bedtime routine and I just got notification that uh it's wind down time for me. So that's that's how I how old I am. I do wind down time as I'm doing a, a YouTube show for my friends. So uh Trey, how was your week? Uh, man, pretty good. Um, you know, pretty low key weekend for the most part. I kind of just stayed inside and grinded out some DFS stuff, had a horrible week there, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll recover, uh, NFT side, uh, Lou was saying before the show that his ETH balance has actually gone up the past, you know, week or two. I can say, I can honestly say the same. Um, be, and, and like Lou was saying, I mean, it's, it's kind of because I'm just not minting as much and, and the stuff that I have minted, like Bab said, is actually doing okay, like the ducks and, and some of the other stuff. So, uh, you know, kind of happy to see, you know, I'm not bleeding out ETH constantly by minting, you know, a million projects a day. So that's, that's always kind of nice to see that, that balance go up. So, you know, um, with everything pumping and stuff, it's certainly fun to, to kind of just sit back and watch the charts. That's for sure. I'm, I am literally pulling up the chart right now, the, the ETH USD chart. It's, it's yeah. incredible. It's just, I it's bringing me back to like I mean back in March back when I had like I don't even think I had I had maybe like ten ETH to my name or five ETH to my name and I was still just watching the charts you know like crazy back in uh you know back in April uh don't do that as much anymore but it's certainly fun when crypto is pumping the way that it is. So uh, I did this recently out of nowhere and I looked back because I remember when I first heard about Ethereum, it was from a buddy who heard about Ethereum. Uh, but he was a therapist and, he, and his, one of his clients was like, you should hear about this thing called Ethereum. And I, I asked him like, is it Ethereum? Like, how do you spell it? Like, that's how I was. And it was back in March of 2017 and Ethereum was 40 bucks or so on that day. And so <laughs> I, I found like the exact moment uh, and I said, nah, nah, no thanks. <laughs> not really. Uh, if it's not a scam, I think is what I said, then I'll, I'll buy in. Uh, so I bought in higher. So I, I don't know if you all have that moment or remember it, it'd be fun to look back at like who texted you or who who messaged you originally about Ethereum in particular or crypto in general. But um, I thought that was a fun walk down memory lane as we're way above that now. We're at 47.85 now. So that's why I'm pretty I was... sure my my roommate back probably around 2017, he bought at 40 and I'm pretty sure he like rage sold it all back around like 400 <laughs> after it went like up to a thousand and then it came back down and he like bought a bunch and then just sold it off. He was pissed about it. And this was all in like the span of four months too. So everyone's we, been there. We've had five straight weeks of green candles on Ethereum. Yeah. You love uh, to see it. 10 K by Christmas. They say, they're saying that's what people told me. And the church yeah. basically tell you that's yeah. what's going to happen. Right? On pace. Were you guys? <laughs> I remember back in like, um, you know, back when it was pumping or even over the summer, I was like almost hoping that it didn't because I had a feeling that if we did get up to that, you know, that 10 K point or even where we're at now that NFTs would just, the market would be dead. And I mean, it, it's certainly there. Who knows if that's the true correlation? I'm sure it, it, it definitely has something to do with it. Um, but it's funny back that, yeah, like over the summer when NFTs were just so hot, I was like, all right, just stay where you're at for right now. Like, give us some more time, give us some more, uh, 
you know, buy us some more NFT summer. And it, I think it did that, to be honest. Uh, we got a, We had a good run there. Yeah, like like Lou was Lou talked about it on his stream with Lucky Trader today. It's it's hard for new people to come in because Ethereum's so high. Like if yeah. you're if you're coming in a new, new, as a new guy, uh, like do you really want to pay you know over two thousand US dollars for like a groupie? You know what I mean? Like like that's what you're looking at as a new guy, like coming into second guy something, and and you haven't had all that four months of transfer of wealth that we got to enjoy. So like it, it's hard yeah. for a new person. I can imagine starting with ethereum this high and having to deposit us dollars and then try and play this game now right like it's a little hard um obviously we a got it cheaper hard. well I mean, really it's hard. impossible yeah. to play the game that we were playing back in over the summer i mean it's just not there i mean what how much do you think realistically you'd need five eth or something like that and because you can't buy like multiples of things that yeah. are actual blue chips or even if like for your example like what it's the groupies floor point it's probably around seven point, or something. point five i think point five. Last yeah I checked, but. and you in that case like you're you're gonna buy more than one if you're buying into it yeah so Groupies are point four, I think. I still have eight of. I still have eight groupies, so uh, still sitting on a pretty decent bag of those. (laughs) I I think that should be a part of the show almost every time. uh, Is just trade (laughs) diamond handbags, like. (laughs) I got. I certainly got. I certainly. I mean, I. I still got plenty of them. That's for sure. Still got a few rubatos. I got. I got some moon bags. I liked the groupies though, but I had like twenty five of them. I think so. I sold off like seventeen. Yeah, like I, I think you could start with like two Ethereum now, but the problem is if you have a couple bad projects, you're you're almost done, right? Like if if you have a couple losses, that two Ethereum can go by pretty quickly, right? And that's oh, a lot yeah. of money for someone to lose if they're just starting out. Yeah, Frankie right. has a, exactly. a great point. Yeah, and that is an important thing to realize, especially when we're in the Discord chatting about stuff. Like it is absolutely one hundred percent a completely different game. Um. I missed on our blocks and I lost 0.02 in gas. And I don't, I will not think about that again as far as losing the gas. Missing on our blocks, I will think about that. And I have thought about that quite a few times, but that would murder somebody who has half an ETH or whatever. Just that's a huge loss. Mm-hmm. And then the only thing you care about is that USD value that went down a lot. So that, that yeah. also stinks. So I mean, it's like 80 um, bucks for someone that maybe doesn't, maybe doesn't have a ton of, you know, they're, they're just trying to get into investing. Their net worth isn't, you know, like it's not like they've been in crypto for a year now and have been reaping the rewards like people that are just getting in are struggling with that for sure so i i was trying to pull up a chart but we're having some technical difficulties over in uh dangy wing hq but um the last time and this is meaningless please know that just for fun the last time that we had more than five green candles in a week the move from the bottom of those green candles was up 137 percent if we were to move from 137 percent from the bottom of these five green candles We'd be at eighty one hundred, so there's no chance of that happening. But I just wanted to do it because I thought it'd be fun. Uh, so yeah, eighty one hundred by Christmas. There you go. Yeah, and that is still lower than what the uh, on pace was. I think I think that on pace thing that we were looking up, it would have to go up one thousand dollars USD every week yeah. to hit there by the end of the year. Which I, I, it didn't even yeah. do one that so I don't know where this on pace came what from. Was that? That, to get to what? To 10k. To, it's it's oh. about one thousand a week. And 
even over this past week, it didn't go up 1,000, right? Because wasn't it like 4,200 or something a week ago? Yeah. I, yeah. I'm personally, I'm looking for, just like what Trey said, I, I want an accumulation period. I want to go sideways for a month. That'll give people a chance. The market will cool off a little bit. Uh, that'll be very exciting. So I, I do remember uh, Chung is in there. I remember washing my crypto. That was exciting. Um, NFA, NTA, none of that. But um, if current bills go into place in the United States, uh, crypto washing could be a, a thing of the past as of January 1. Just so you know. Oh, yeah. So I remember that uh, day when we were we were talking the crypto washing. Yeah, I talked to yeah. a, an accountant or a CPA uh, on Friday and I told him I was I was washing some of my crypto and I could just I could just see in his face. He was like, oh, oh, God. He's like, what am I getting myself into here? So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Um, so Tony uh, brought up candles. I actually don't really like candles uh, in general. I don't like the scents. So I guess I don't like this this season. So does uh, does anybody have? I see Lou and Babs are both shaking their heads like not candle guys. Um, I have candles. My, my wife like, loves them, and I, I just hate the smell. Like it's too overpowering. I don't know. Like. I like I don't like things not to smell. Um, if I had a choice, right? Like <laughs> I don't need yeah. things to smell. Like I guess, like, do you use the candle if it smells weird already, or do you just generally light a candle every day? Yeah. Uh, I guess to cover a smell is what the typical use case is, but that's even worse because then I do subscribe to the belief that then it's a mixing of the bad smell and then the artificial smell. That's even worse. So it's like the, it's like uh, the bathroom yeah. spray. Does anyone actually think that makes it smell better? It makes it smell worse. Like it's just a mixing of two terrible smells. Uh, <laughs> I can see that. This, this is the, the least surprising thing in the world. I think. <laughs> Chung, uh, Chung, how many crystals do you have in your house too? Are you a crystal guy too, Chung? I don't know. Let me know in the chat. So uh, yeah, let us know in the chat if you're a crystal guy. Um, all right, let's talk, not necessarily NFTs, but I want to go to what, what Lou was saying from the start of this, these other companies getting involved in crypto world and potentially um, NFTs. And Scott, go away. If you don't like candle talk, you don't belong here. So <laughs> goodbye, Scott. Have a wonderful day. Uh, other companies are getting involved. I don't know if you're including ENS in that. I don't think you are, but we can lump them in a little bit as far as tokenization of stuff. But I believe you're referencing um, Reddit being one and then there's another one that is escaping my brain so what what are your takes on reddit joining the the token game um and then others that you see coming down the pipe uh well yeah reddit was the big one that had a lot of talk today coinbase was one that was sort of considering in that i think i think nike did something as well Say Nike said they want to enter the metaverse create avatars like that i think that was just today or yesterday yeah. right I think I already yeah. saw that they have like I saw like court documents where they had already filed for like patents of their digital goods and stuff like that. So yeah, I think we've definitely seen some some rumblings of these big brands getting in. And Facebook, Facebook was the other oh, one yeah. on my list, which I I think technically they're still going to be Facebook. It's the parent company that's changing to Meta, right? Yeah, but they're like above. They have what Instagram and is WhatsApp part of them too now? The tenor patents. Yeah. That's what I saw. What Hodge is referencing. Yeah. Well, uh, and then yes, Budweiser, Budweiser too, right? Dilly Dilly. Yeah. Get in there. 
Budweiser love their Tom Sachs. So yeah, we Rockets, that's another thing that came up this week. The Tom Sachs. Oh, we'll get to Tom when we talk about uh, the NFT stuff. Don't, but... No, I don't want to talk about Tom. I'm so tilted about Tom. Well, we don't worry. You'll notice I've been I've been quiet a little bit in that in that FUD zone. We know we know how we feel, but uh we'll we'll get there a little bit later on. So I if we remember back, I Beanie was on um no Davis had Beanie on his podcast, right? Is that right? I don't think no, he had D's on. D's. It was yeah, D's. Not have, yeah, 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 D's. Like That's not D's. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm old. Uh, that would have been a must-listen podcast for yeah. sure. Yeah. So Davis had D's on, and D's was bearish in general on P2E, play-to-earn NFT games. Basically because Y was actually successful, et cetera, et cetera. It's very hard. It was like lightning in the bottle, first mover advantage, all that kind of stuff. I kind of... I'm, I'm on the D's train with the metaverse. Like... I, <clears throat> I don't, I don't see it catching on broadly speaking. I could see AR catching on augmented reality, not so much virtual reality, but I I'm also open to the idea though, because I'm an old person and the next generation is coming up and they're mm-hmm. going to be raised on this stuff. So um, Lou, are you bearish or bullish on metaverse in general? Are, are you talking like the Oculus? I don't like know. That? Like wh- what are these is... companies talking about when they say, Oh, I'm, I'm in the metaverse. Like what, I have no idea. I think they need stuff like Decentraland. Um, but if there's, I mean, if there's games that you can play on Oculus, that could be something too. Because from people that I know that own an Oculus, they swear by it. They say that there's games in there that they like work out to and there's different ways they can use it that way. I'm not exactly sure how it would connect into like NFTs. But I think when when people talk about metaverse, they're more so talking like the Decentraland events, and you could you know have uh, maybe one day we had a club MGMI meetup at the casino in Decentraland, and everyone starts with a budget, and whoever has the most amount at the end of the night like wins the event. And I think it's more stuff like that when people are talking about like in the metaverse. Um, I'm not sure. How do you guys think of it? I, I always think of it as like ready player one, right? Like, like that to me is the metaverse. Like it, you get to the point in time where everyone's going to a, you know, online space and there's different functions you can do in that space. Like, so if it's a sandbox, you build out the land, like this part of the land has a, as a Z racetrack and another part of the land, you can go play a different game over there. It's basically like you're living in the, the metaverse. You're living online in some, area that you can explore different games and, and you know like play the sims games. yeah like yeah. like basically basically right ready player one like that's what i picture like a, a long time in the future obviously but like that's kind of like the path that i think people visualize when they talk about the metaverse right hmm. i would what say the you, same Craig? thing yeah i mean when i in my head when i think of the metaverse it's ready player one do I think that's going to be here in the next five years, maybe even 10 years? Probably not. So yeah, I mean, when these companies are saying we're entering the metaverse, I think they have a little bit different definition, right? And I think everybody kind of had, I mean, I asked Maddie about that when we had him on um, in terms of what his definition is of the metaverse. And, and I can't remember exactly what his answer was, but 
you know, everybody's kind of got that their own vision in their head of what they what they see it as. Um, but like I said, I don't think I see it getting that advanced in the next five to ten years. But man, I've been wrong before. This crypto, I mean, just this space in general moves so quick that I mean, I, I think a lot of people are wrong on how quickly they saw NFTs advancing. Um, anyone who says that we're still in like the first inning of NFTs, I think is probably pretty wrong. I mean, it's like the third highest art sale of all time that you've got massive, massive, you know, celebrities and brands getting into the, into the industry. So I, I think we're pretty, pretty far past that. And it's came pretty far in a short amount of time. We've done a disservice to our, our, our listeners, our watchers, and most important, our token holders, um, the, the United States Postal Service released an NFT on November 2nd. And we did. <laughs> what the it was on now, that is like, beep? they're the opposite of moving forward, right? I, crazy. I don't, I would have bought them because they're just weird. And that's like, I'm okay just buying something really weird. Stan, How did uh, not hear about this? That, actually, I don't know, I'll put wow, it in the chat. Wait. It's yeah, on Vive. So I saying, feel like we don't pay attention to Vive is the problem. That's fine. What? So yeah, this is, I don't this is a that. fact. Like people collect stamps. That's like a oh, yeah. thing that collectors love. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is how did we miss this? It's because it's we, on Vive. Thesis. Like we don't really when do we when do we paid attention to Vive ever? Like I've Vive never done a single draw. Your phone, right? It's the one that has all I'm holding Marvel stuff, right? I'm I'm again holding Tig personally responsible. Uh, it's two strikes, Tig. All right, be careful because you're you're the Vive correspondent. That's you're basically the only person that, that I know. You and Allison actually um, that are interested uh, in Vive. I, I have the app. I need to re-download it. So. I have the app. So, uh, so it's just an app. What would I have on Vive? What would I have gotten that app for? They did like Superman drops and stuff on there. Like it was kind of like Marvel. Like they did, you know, Ghostbusters. They did a Ghostbusters one, I think. Um, some of those, right? I so here here's my thing on the metaverse. It's great that these companies are coming up. It, I, I don't think it's great that these companies are coming up and trying to join the metaverse and do stuff and join crypto and do X, Y, and Z thing. Because part of the reason that this. Uh, the metaverse and crypto and NFTs have grown so much is that I believe because it's decentralized and by default, it's open sourced. So we like being able to see the Ethan, uh, the Ethereum contract. Uh, uh, there was talk about the DraftKings drop and like looking at checking metadata and stuff. And we don't know how to, I don't know how to do that on a sidechain or layer two. And so it's more closed. And so we don't know what's really happening behind the scenes and we don't know the transactions behind that. So what are the, like, I don't, trust zuckerberg like i don't it's not a thing that i'm gonna do really i literally deleted facebook uh just because i don't trust what zuckerberg is up to so i don't really trust him in the metaverse either so i think in the next six 12 months or so we're gonna see a big fight between open world and closed world uh metaverse stuff so who's gonna win i don't know um the way i see it playing out is a lot of sidechain stuff in that they'll provide a gigantic incentive to join the facebook metaverse and uh i'm gonna be dumb not to follow it so i'll probably end up being there (laughs) or something so i i just see that as a risk to the general area as i I do yeah 
I do worry those Go big ahead. companies are more, it's more cash grabby for them too. Like, like, are they really going to invest in it? Do they really care? Or is it just, Hey, we can sell hundred thousand of these for 0.05 and make some money and then move on. Like, I think didn't the matrix announce that they're doing something on, I can't remember what platform, but it was a hundred hundred K one, right? hundred K. And it's yeah. like, well, like who cares then? Right. It's, it's not, it's not exclusive. It's a hundred thousand, but they, probably could sell almost a hundred thousand if it's a popular, you know, franchise or, or company, but are we really interested in it? Like it just doesn't appeal to me as much when, when major corporations start mass trying to mass appeal to people. I think it would have to be something like a, an actual, like not mint pass, but like good for, and you can claim a ticket to one movie or like, yeah. One I have had before is like maybe it's one per month for a year or something like whatever you pay initially. It, it has that like continued utility that, oh, maybe I don't want to watch movies anymore. So I sell it off to someone else. But that I think that's the only way you can have something that's 100K to do that. I don't want to. I don't want to get used to it, Logan. I know people I, I knew I knew people were going to show up, but you're and you're right. Um I just see that being a conflict coming up. That's all um, of what what's going to happen. So I, it's also hard because I think compared to the other three folks up here, I'm more in it for the tech. Like I enjoy the nerd side of this stuff more than these folks. So I'll be more idealistic in how I spend my dollars. Uh, so I don't. I'm probably. I don't know. We'll see. I just. I, I would say it. I'm. I would say I move more towards the tech side a little bit, especially just because I've loved. I I love Ethereum in general. So. The, I know we were talking about Bankless and, and the DMs. They have this thing called their, their I guess, this mental model called the DeFi or the, the DeFi mullet, where the most decentralized protocols tend to kind of funnel towards the bottom of that pyramid and DeFi, where they become like the base layer, essentially. So when a company like Facebook comes in, it'll be an interesting test to that theory to see, okay, they're certainly going to be creating their own. I guess their own metaverse. I doubt that they're going to be, there's no chance that Zuckerberg is going to want to build his meta on top of Ethereum that he has no control over. Like there is just absolute, I, I hope I'm wrong, but he's going to create his own thing. Right. And so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out and whether that theory holds strong where companies and big brands are just forced yeah, pyramid uh, are just almost forced to adopt the more decentralized protocols because that's where everybody funnels to. So, yeah, I'm hoping that, you know, the retails, retail, you know, traders and just consumers move towards that decentralization rather than kind of just eating up whatever Facebook puts out. But, uh, you know, I guess we'll see. Is, is that yeah. Libra? Is that right? Whatever happened to Libra? I don't remember what happened to Libra. What happened to Intel? They were doing a blockchain too, right? What happened to Intel's blockchain? I don't know. Uh, okay, let's go. Let's jump back to our roots. I think we should get to NFT world. Um, I I do feel like we had a whole experience this week, which is it hasn't. We haven't had a whole experience in the last week. We had one of our members get scammed, uh, which sucks. All each and every time, whole experience part of it. We had uh, an art box curated, getting back to the roots again. Uh, we had a gas war. That was fun. Stealth I missed man. the gas war. So back stealth to the roots again. Stealth, stealth drop, kind of. 
Uh, we, I was going to save that for last because that, that's insane. Uh, we we had two stealth drops, actually. Yeah. Um, they're, so, they're both told about in advance, which was the yeah. funny part. Let's, well... You haven't really so, had many stealth I mean, drops I, where they don't at least hint at it, right? Like, they always kind of hint at it. Even, even Galactic Apes, they hinted at, right? Like, you knew it was mm -hmm. coming, so... Trey, what was your point? You, I think we were going to. I was just going to say. I mean, I think we're getting a little bit too literal with like stealth, stealth drops. It's like, I think stealth just means, hey, we're going to be dropping. You know, you announce w the day that you're dropping, maybe, and then it just comes at any time, right? So that people can't plan their day around it, and it's generally just to make it so it's l there's a little bit less demand, but also enough to where you're still going to create hype so that the it it's successful after the mint too. I think there's like that fine line. Um, so, so I don't really subscribe to the whole, like if it's going to, if you're going to call it a stealth drop, it just has to come out of nowhere and nobody, you know, saw it coming. I, I think I figured it out. It's when the, the creators call it a stealth drop and they tweet about the stealth drop that yeah. it's different. Like if they were to just say, I'm dropping something later, that's totally different to me than if it's, I'm dropping a stealth drop and like, no, you're not. You liar. Yeah. I know it's coming now. A little, uh, little past pastel toads. That was kind of a stealth drop because everyone thought it was a hack. <laughs> like, it, it, that maybe was, that in no. that case, maybe warn people that you're dropping it. That I mean, Wait. that one was a hack, wasn't it? No, it was real. Was it we, real? I think Does we it still around exist. It was real, and then like no one bought it. And it and then well then they deleted the Discord. Yeah, then they deleted the Discord. So it was, oh, oh, it was either a rug okay. or. So it was real. So it was a rug. It was. A hack. It was an unsuccessful rug. Yeah, I'm not really following that. They, they yeah, didn't succeed in tricking people to buy first before they left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so let's let's talk Art Chick. This is, and this ties into oh. another thing that I'm actually interested a in, which club is Zeneca. MDMI token holder. Uh, true. That is true. Uh, so that is, we'll just show you that we'll take no prisoners uh with this following conversation we don't care whether you have the token or not <laughs> um so she was doing a, a stealth drop that's what started and um what happened was she had it listed for one eth each and it was a 10k project and the utility out of that was you could like have her pump your bags on twitter is that I, I, is that correct you staked the nft and whoever had the most staked, I think, or like got the most, got more preference. And then she would, she would still vet the project. It sounded like from, from her tweets. So I don't know her exact process behind the scenes, but the, the general idea was stake your NFT and whoever stakes more gets, gets shilled. And then I think the the NFT burns after you get your one tweet too. <laughs> So like oh, deflationary. That's, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's honestly oh, what man. I thought. It was like you lose the NFT after it gets used, um, which is just crazy. So like her uh, her tweets are worth forty five hundred dollars <laughs> now. Like what? I, what? I need to go look at how many people bought. Oh uh, yeah, forty eight. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> she sold but, four. I thought wasn't it? Like it was four. I think it was three or four. Yeah, three yeah. or four. That's what she sold. I was just honestly, I thought up. it was a genius way, potentially, is like if she planned that the entire time, like creating all this, like all these, you know, this uproar about her raising the price, at, having it at setting it at one ETH and then just doing it for free. 
like it had our entire discord talking about it and asking for the you know ether scan and all that stuff it's still dust though i think it's like 0.003 so whatever chanko has about 20 of them listed for 0.0038 so he's not does he (laughs) god damn it chanko (laughs) gotta call him out (laughs) not a 40 bag of these things i mean that's not it's not wrong are are you um speaking from experience hodge Oh no! Think, yeah. Well, Fleur didn't Fleur say that he like didn't get out of bed for less than three. Yeah. Well, what is I think Zen- yeah. Zeneca is getting six percent of all the sales on that curious Addy. Like to me, like that, like yeah. And then he has a big tweet thread about how he's you know not being paid to promote it. It's like, buddy, you're being paid to promote it. You just did right. Like six percent of ten thousand times whatever that is point oh eight is quite a lot for being an advisor right yeah we're minting those aren't we i'm currently planning to yeah i mean i'm not on the white list though. wait his like i'm not i think zeneca's thing yeah no so this is a different that's the curious eyes yeah you're thinking of zeneca's Zeneca's thing yeah which we'll get to if if zeneca was advising on this 2476 project the the art chick one he would have gotten one ETH for 6% of secondary sales. <laughs> so just to give you perspective on what 6% could be, uh, this is the dustiest project that I've seen in a while, and it's still one ETH value to, to, to him. Uh, so what happened was she ended up making the price free, and the max transactions, I don't know if what they already were, but the max transactions were 20 per, and um, the show's own CP Trey actually got in the last whole... <laughs> 20 20 transaction uh that i saw and uh yeah i i minted 20 just because it's dumb it's the dumbest thing i've ever seen and i want a memento of just to remember oh that time archie would sell for one eve and then tweeted out oh for the haters i'm just gonna do it for zero dollars now yeah okay gas was so cheap too like there's literally no reason not to just try and fire off on as many as possible oh yeah it costs 30 30 bucks i think for 20 yeah it was like like, 0.00 whatever six or something like that it's there's there's no reason not to so i don't know and it's nice that it's an 1155 so it's not taking up like 40 squares in your open sea at the top of your open sea so i think that's the the most bullish thing i honestly would have second guessed myself if i didn't know that it was an 1155 (laughs) token i just wouldn't have meant it because i would have been like i don't want that to take up the entire top half of my open sea the, the downside is there's 10,000 of them. Like, it's never getting above, like, 0.003 floor either, right? Like, it would hey, take forever, hey, but... I, can, we, can we hold off on the FUD there for, for a second? I got, I'm sitting on 40 of those. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, all I'm asking for is 0.01. It's never getting there, I don't think. That's all I'm asking for. I Can we talk about how I can't even hide NFTs anymore because I don't know how I'd be able to find them again? Because I just get sent seventy of those things every day now. I have oh, I have yeah. seven hundred in my hidden. Yeah. I don't I don't even go in there now because I don't even day. know what's in there. Right, like it's fifty yeah. every day almost. They're all stupid. Six hundred. If you ever click into one of those, they all have zero dollars of trading value, like yeah. trading volume. So it's like, why it's are they listing, still doing it? Right? It's not even yeah. making the money. I have like seven of the same one too. It doesn't. I go in, yeah, it's it's nuts. 
too many. That's my whole activity feed now too. Is just mint, like things getting minted to me. So it's like yeah, so yeah. hard to find. You know, wh- wh- if I sold sales. something even because yeah, it's just yeah. a disaster. Yeah, filter by sales. Well, what what's the answer to that though? What what could or should OpenSea do, if anything, because they're in your wallet. They, they're 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 kind of your did. account. They the, made it the so that it goes straight yeah. to your hidden, which is nice. It's actually um, really nice. I, I think you, they like, should be de- delisting stuff though, right? Like yeah. it's clearly like not an actual legit project. Like why do you need to keep that on OpenSea? Right? Yeah, like like especially because a lot of them are seem to be copycats, like. Crypt, like it's crypto punk uh, painting or the paint club or, or something, the paint yeah. club or like like I think like they should be a little more proactive on delisting that stuff. Like Oops. they're they're like they're not proactive on delisting that stuff, but they were very proactive on uh, delisting the project that one of our guys got scammed on today, right? So like what what's the what's the difference? I guess in my head, like if you're gonna do one, you should be doing hmm. it all. Is it volume? Maybe. Yeah, it could be volume. I, I mean, I, that's a tough line to to really. I mean, that's tough for them to manage, really. I mean, if there's if there's if there's a project that's openly trying to scam people, then then yeah, I get it. But if this is if if there's like swimmy sharks want to send ten thousand swimmy sharks out to other people, like there's no reason they can't, right? Like. How do you how do you manage that? Because you still want people to come and use OpenSea to create their own NFT projects, even if they're complete dust. So, like, where do you draw the line there? Like, how do you manage that or reinforce reinforce that? I guess. Like, I don't I don't know how you do that. From a UI perspective, there's an easy answer. It's it's folders. We've been asking for folders for months. Yeah, and we that's only, true. We just keep accruing yeah. more and more things. Give me a folder set and hidden. Give me a folder set in my real yeah. area. Great. That's what As, I really uh, want. I bet Coinbase NFT interface will have hidden folders or folders just in general. This is the bull case I of the competition it, between yeah. these marketplaces for sure. I mean, like it seems like Coinbase... Coinbase just sent out their wallet, their their uh, non-custodial wallet. I think they rolled out today too. So they're trying to compete with MetaMask there, which will be they're, nice because yeah. MetaMask sucks so bad. They're taking complaints from people yeah. and using them for and their own just, benefit. Yeah. That's why I'm bullish. I on that wallet idea, or I, I actually liked uh XDefy. I used that when interacting with Thor uh this past week. I enjoyed the wallet. It's a it's a little more like nerdy and technical focused, I think, because it's built to be cross-chain. Like you can connect to multiple chains at once. And if you don't know what you're doing, it's overwhelming to connect to BSC and Ethereum and Thor, and you're like, what the hell is Thor? So it's also dangerous with gas uh, because there is uh, what they call an eight mode, which is basically you're going to get your NFT. You're going to get it. So they just go nuts on gas for you. Um, So I think that's uh, something to look out for too is competition in that area as far as the wallets go. But why? what's Coinbase's incentive to have a wallet? I guess they could do preferential treatment to using Coinbase to onboard instead of MetaMask using Wire. That's an easy one. I answered my own question. Probably make it easier for new users. Like I think that's their whole goal, mm-hmm. right? Is to transition Coinbase users easily into NFTs, where MetaMask isn't isn't easy. I would say, like, let's be yeah. honest, it's not super easy for new users to come in and and understand how to even do simple transactions sometimes, right? So, yeah, it's, I think it's the whole idea where, like, 
one complaint I always had at my my nine to five is it's like why do I have all these different systems and I have to go onto this website for my calendar and this website is where I'm doing meetings but there's Zoom meetings there's Teams meetings you know so I think Coinbase is trying to be like a one stop shop. Um, I just found the wallet of the person. I, I was scrolling the entire time we were talking about this Arctic stuff and moving on to wallets and stuff. I was scrolling to find the the first transaction on the Arctic NFT, and it was a Weth offer that was accepted. Um, and I, I kind of feel bad because the wallet that paid the one one ETH or one Weth uh, has a bunch of Boss Beauties and like Elvin in it. If you remember Elvins. Oh, yeah. um, so I think this person was trying to support a fellow uh, woman in the NFT world and just got uh, down bad. They also have MOOCs. So she should just uh, reimburse them. Which means yeah, the four. Like the people that paid three. Yeah. Just, you're like, what you, like, come on. Yeah, I got reimbursed. Lou, did you just say which MOOCs? Yeah. You That's the, the funniest thing that I've heard on. on the show in months. Wait, I mean, what's MOOCs? I remember Mook Night. I have the first derivative of a Mook oh, ever. Yeah, you did the yeah. Created those Mooks. Yeah, in paint I is great. <laughs> I I miss those nights. Helmet Boys, Mooks. Uh, what those Pixie Girls? Oh, we have What's the what are the cats Bruno's that we the oh ones. go nuts over? Bruno. The Chihuahua Gang. Oh yeah, who is? <laughs> who probably has a dozen? Who is? Oh yeah. He's, he's that was early. That was, that was really. That, that was early. yeah. That was true. OG for sure. That was the first Discord that we like took over took in a over. way where they only had like twenty people, and then we hopped in. <laughs> oh, yeah. with all the people that from our Discord, different. just like telling them what, what to do and how to make money. They they got that was so fun. Floor at one point. Well, they oh, yeah. they, rock, they rocketed a little bit. You could make oh, money on those. Crypto babe, didn't crypto babe buy one too? Oh man, the top can't shot. Tell her uh, her walk yeah. wallet at all. So she's Fun not track. on Nansen Alerts. I don't not, think Nansen Alerts was around back then, or else yeah, those who was would have gotten crazy back then if, with all of us in Wales. So Lou, you or when we were brainstorming ideas, we also talked about the fish tank. I like the fish tank idea, but. This kind of got, ties into another theme of young people getting into NFTs and being project leaders and then appearing to not kind of know what they're doing. So I like the fish tank from the start. I like the concept. I, it's literally for the vibes for me. It's not about making money. So I have a totally different perspective than I think most folks would. Um, <clears throat> but I still like the fish tank. What, what has happened was he paused it. Uh, he let whitelist people mint. Paused everything, paused the contract, took the website down because the website's SSL certificate was old. So it was showing not secure, which is not a thing that you want to see when you're connecting your MetaMask, yeah. which it, it's likely fine. But still, I I disconnected pretty quickly just to be safe. Um, and then I stopped paying attention to it. And this morning it was, oh, it's back up. And then it was back down again. Um, the most interesting part was he um, restricted sales on the project. And he said, op he blamed it on OpenSea in the language, which is interesting. And that's not true. Uh, but he, he stopped sales. So then the floor cratered. And then he just turned sales back on. <laughs> so then those two people who had really low listings uh, got their stuff eaten up. Um, so 
I believe we still have another like 12 hours or so of whitelist minting for the fish tank. And then it's going to be public mint for the remaining of the 55, 55. Um, so yeah. Anybody else in the fish tank? Anybody else interested in the fish tank? Uh, I am. Um, I haven't minted yet. I want to. Like, I, I mean, it's only 0.055. Uh, I kind of like the idea of them. I'll, I'll mint one. Um, I was just looking. It doesn't seem our, our sales turned on now still. Like there's only ever been those two really cheap sales is all they've had. Um, and, and it doesn't look like there's been that many minted. It's only like 800 minted. So I, I don't know if that's, you know, probably not, probably not going to be a great smash that way, but I'll mint. I like them. Um, the, the, the guy, the kid's working really hard. I don't think he knows exactly what he's doing, but I like, like you said, I like the vibes. I'll mint it. Uh, see what happens. Yeah. Tamagotchi fish. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, well, and this is, uh, I'm not even kidding. I think the music is going to be important to the vibes of these. Like I need an eight bit. Like I need, I need to feel Mario two underwater level vibes from this music or else it's going to be trash. I'm not going to have it up at all. Play with it. Um, Frankie is saying, I, the is fish. I completely missed all of the fish. Well, allegedly there's another fish tank game this was called the fish tank and it was a quick whitelist where you got in early and then you were on the whitelist and then you were there then it blew up to like eight thousand. like these discords tend to do now um i don't know about the the hoity-toity artsy ones but is anybody in the in the artsy fish tank ones the the more painted looking fishes can't say i am no great <laughs> yeah me neither uh take it from yeah, here saying you didn't miss much. <laughs> um okay so what about Thorgard? one right now. Oh, a live mint. Well, What's no, this ties into game? Eric's question. Eric has a question. Why is gas so high? So gas is at one. It was just at what eighty. Now it's one fifty six. Um, down to down to one fifty six is what you're saying, Trey? Oh, after the ENS thing, it was at like three hundred. Yeah, that's a little different though, and so. A lot of people do ask, and sometimes it's in earnest, sometimes it's not. Why is gas high? Uh, Brandon gets it. Um, I think this... I don't care why gas is high, because there's a lot of reasons why gas could be high. But the bigger picture question there is layer twos, side chains, and that kind of thing. So, um, Lou, you were talking about an opportunity to make some some money, potentially, with some, some airdrops on side chains layer twos etc what are what is your stance on side chains layer twos are you involved in any other ones um what are your thoughts on them writ large yeah so i feel like avalanche i kind of i think i missed timing on for that one i feel like i'm too late in a way um instead i bought the coin uh but then harmony i'm in on DeFi kingdoms and then Phantom, Phantom, is it Phantom or Phantom? Is there an H in there? Um, no H. Phantom, Phantom, I got in from Ja. Ja was, uh, Ja got me in on that oh, for God. that summit. And uh, Gump read the white paper and immediately like shot down our idea. But uh, I, I'm bullish on Phantom in, in general because it seems like they are focused or trying to focus on gaming and one thing that they seem to be in the running for potentially if DeFi kingdoms moves off of harmony that 
uh, Phantom or Avalanche seem to be the top two. So I'll probably hold hold more of that. Um, but are you guys thinking Harmony is going to survive long term? Those are the only ones I've been really digging into. I haven't gotten into the Thor chain much. Thor, Thor is niche. Like, yeah. Thor is crazy, so don't feel bad about Thor. What do you have, Trey? I have no idea whether I, I honestly know absolutely nothing about Harmony, um, other than that DeFi Kingdom. Did they create DeFi Kingdom to to live on Harmony, or did they create Harmony and then they came up with the idea of DeFi Kingdom after? Is that how it went? Because I I actually don't know a whole lot of about harmony in general um i think the future of just chains in general is you know l2s for the most part um and most people interacting with l2s going forward rather than interacting with ethereum mainnet just because gas fees are going to be too high um i think in five years we're going to talk i mean we're going to be talking we're going to be looking back all nostalgically on the fact that we were even using the mainnet um rather than being on an L2 24 seven. Um, I mean, those are just starting to scale right now. I mean, Arbitrum and, Arbitrum and Optimism just came out. Matic is technically a side chain and has been around for a little bit, but I mean, we're obviously seeing some games go over there uh, because of the cheap transaction fees, but they've obviously still got some stuff to work on. So it's just all starting to get scaled out. So who's, who knows where it goes from here? But I, I do think that, I mean, these gas fees just you, you really can't do much um long term i i just don't see it happening on the main net yeah. and demi solana has been pumping too yeah no and I, gas fees yeah yep and so i think each blockchain will probably have their little niche that they maybe that they maybe attack or whatever but i mean you really right now it's it's ethereum and then it's all the other the all the other chains trying to compete with it so how are i mean Ethereum has them all beat when it comes to decentralization. So where are they going to provide value elsewhere or, you know, come in and provide that like niche service that maybe Ethereum can't provide or that an Ethereum L2 can't even provide too, right? Yeah, because right now it's uh, speed and gas, right? That's their main difference. Yeah, but it's got, I mean, Ethereum's got better security than all the other ones. So, <laughs> and I think that's what people, it's like overlooked among retail traders, like people that don't like the tech side of it. But I mean, security is one of the biggest things. And so, you know, Solana's center is, is more centralized. So that's the sacrifice that they're taking. Cardano just sucks. So that's the sacrifice that they're taking, I guess. So it, it just, <laughs> it just goes, you know, right. I mean, it's like, they're all competing with Ethereum and now we got to figure out other ways to scale this comes in the form of l2s it might come in the form of you know solana or flow being like these niche these niche service providers for for other stuff on other chains well even if, if you spent more than like a day on zed and trying to do deal with the matic network like it, it's a disaster like right like it, it's always interrupted like it, it doesn't function properly so like yeah it all these side chains are great but you actually need one to work too um yeah like, like even like even harmony on days where DeFi kingdom has a little bit of activity you can tell it's it's slow and it doesn't take much to make it slow and and transactions failing already right so like like i, I feel like the one nice thing about the ethereum network is you don't have as much of that like it's your gas costs a lot but generally it it functions properly most of the time um and but i'm not a technical enough nerd to tell you why that is 
That's a good point because I, mean, I with Ethereum, I do few much fewer transactions than I do with the side chains. So if I see a failed transaction, I can go in and quiet lightly debug it and say, why did this fail? I don't know. But with the side chains, I just keep plowing through because it's so cheap and I don't even look at what the failure was. So it could be the chain's <laughs> fault and it could be the the web app's fault. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that's pretty interesting. But it the, just the, the cost is just so drastically different. And to Trey's point, I think we listened to the same Bankless podcast recently, which was basically saying that Ethereum is going to be the security layer for blockchains in a lot of ways that are transactional, not Bitcoin, but transactional uh, blockchains. And then using Ethereum security, you can build on top of it with much uh, cheaper gas fees. So I think that's a big part of the future. And also, like you mentioned, just side chains that are completely separate and secured separately um, will be a future. So the whole point that Lou, that I was bringing up with Lou was um, essentially there's incentives coming probably for you to be dabbling in these other areas. So I remember early on, probably about six weeks ago, I just bridged over to Arbitrum just to, just to see what it was like to bridge over. And then um, I got an airdrop of some tokens from Arbitrum. And so the whole idea there is you use these new services. They want to incentivize you to come over. It's user acquisition and that's a, a fee, a cost they have built in. So go use them, play around briefly, and then come back over to mainnet Ethereum and mint some NFTs and maybe make some money. So I do think layer two is inside change of the future for sure. Um, and I don't know about the tech enough to see what the niches will be. So I'm curious yeah. to see where they find their users. Basically just experiment everywhere and use any swapping feature on any different protocol that you can, because I mean, DYDX did that airdrop over the summer and it was like, all you needed was like a hundred dollars on there. <laughs> on their protocol and you got like a $50,000 airdrop if you're outside the US. So it pays to just experiment with this kind of stuff and you learn stuff along the way. Like I did that on Friday and I was just farming for airdrops, bridging over to other L2s and, you know, Optimism, Arbitrum or whatever. And I mean, I had to look up videos on how to do some of the stuff with different liquidity providers and stuff like that. And I just learned along the way. So it was almost like an educational experience too. Totally. So a question I have, and I don't know if this is possible. I don't know if this is like the future idea of it, but there are some projects that I've been in that moved from the Ethereum blockchain off to like Polygon. And do you think we'll see more of the NFT movement of moving them off to these side chains? And that then allows for more transactions. And maybe if the fees are less, then people are going to buy more and things like that. But would that also then hurt Ethereum native token at the same time because there's less activity? That's sort of like a catch-22 in a way. No. I don't, because I don't think so. It's all going to be on an L2 that's secured by Ethereum in it's general. Be, it, so it's a, the first. security. Yeah. So when you're buying Ethereum, it's basically exposure to everything. It's why it's the easiest, like, anytime someone asks me, like, and I know their personality, it's a friend of mine that asked me, like, how can I get into NFTs knowing that they're not going to put in the time and the, the effort to actually grind this out for the last, you know, six months like we did. I just tell them to buy Ethereum. You get exposure to DeFi, you get exposure to DAOs, you get exposure to NFTs, like you get exposure to damn near everything. And there's all this cool stuff being built on Ethereum why it's like the best risk adjusted trade you can make right now 
in my opinion, and also not financial advice. Per per bankless, we I forget exactly the term that they used used, but we had our first deflationary hour, day, week, and month, I believe. Week. Yeah. Yep. Uh, or or month is month is likely soon, and then their theory, at least, and they're ETH maxi, so know that. But their theory is we're just gonna have it's gonna be deflationary, period. In purpose, especially once, so, especially when ETH two comes along. But yeah, is that just because yeah. so many more people are using it? Is that more people it's, using yeah, it than gas. it's being mined? It's it needs to be at a certain way level. Uh, the base fee needs to be above like. I want to say it's like 200 something for it to be completely deflationary. And it has, I think it's been averaging about that. Uh, I might be off on that number, but it's definitely like in the hundreds, uh, probably over 150 that it needs to be. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, to I didn't know exactly what it what the, what the threshold was. It's interesting. Yep. So your, your gas wars are, are keeping us alive. So we love it. It'll go down once E2.0 comes along though. That average way base fee for it to be deflationary. Uh, not to put you on the spot trade, but do you understand why? Because I do, I understand proof of stake, I get that whole mm-hmm. kind of concept, but I don't understand why it'll go down as far as. No, not enough. Okay. To, not I just know that once E two comes along, it's it's much more like because there was all these people saying once EIP fifteen fifty nine came along that it was gonna we're deflationary and it was like no, well actually we're not deflationary yet. Um, there's certain periods where we can be deflationary. Like I remember people were pulling up the first deflationary blocks during like the first big NFT mint right after EIP 1559 came out and they're like, Oh, we're deflationary now. Right. So the, that base fee needs to be up there. I, I don't know the, all the technicals uh, that go along with that. Maybe we can uh, have Pete ask Andy uh, tomorrow on club top shot up there. If they're still doing it. Yeah, right. Rave, raving content. What makes ETH deflationary yeah. with the, yeah, yeah, the block exactly. size <laughs> yeah. and that kind of thing? Uh, he'd be able to give uh, us the answer. He he definitely will. Or I believe Jesse would. We can maybe have Jesse on to talk yeah, to 2.0. Yeah. That, that's a good idea for sure. Um, Jason, you had a good uh, transition point for us. Jason just got an ETH for being dumb and thinking that dot .ENS was a good idea back in May. Smart. Hey, that's what I bought. Uh, and that that's smart. That's, I don't think it's dumb. So I'll start with what ENS even is, and then at least my understanding of it, and then we can go into the token kind of concepts and even price action on it because I haven't looked at price action in a little bit. I'm curious as a current holder. Um, so ENS is basically a DNS before Ethereum. So when you go to Google.com, um, Nike.com, Anywhere.com, you're routing to different IP addresses basically, and the DNS is telling you where to go. So what the ENS is doing is saying. If you want to go to give, say, 16 Ethereum to me, you can send it right to dangywing.eth, and then it'll go to my account. Um, same thing for Lou Dog Sports, CP Tray, Nike.eth, um, Cornell.eth, any other big brand. Colorado.eth. Colorado would be another <laughs> one. That's correct. Uh, so I would look into ENSs because I think. We, we the chat that we were in before the show was got really frothy about ENS. It's like, oh, what if instead of Venmo, you just use ENS now? So sure, there might be a world that looks like that. But um, what happened today was there was a token drop for people who kind of like what we were talking about with the sidechains who interacted with ENSs and had ENSs set up in a certain configuration. Um, you would get more based upon how long you had it, how long you had rented it, and whether you had it configured correctly. Um, 
great. Now we're, our chat is just people begging for Ethereum. Fantastic. Now it's just a <laughs> any... again. That's right. Drop drop your ETH, drop your ENS uh, in the chat, and then people will send you money, I guess. I don't know. Um, so today they dropped a token, which is dollar sign ENS, which is part of their governance plan for their ENS DAO. Um, and I don't really care to get into the specifics, but basically it's higher than I expected. Um, it, it dropped and then it's, it went up to about $40 per token. And then now it's settling around 28 ish. That's sweet. Um, yeah, so it came what back are, down to 22, 23, and now it's climbing back up. So Lou, what are your thoughts on this sort of governance token and ENS having governance token? And what do you think about this for Ethereum moving forward? I know it's a big question, but whatever. I mean, I think it's a good idea. The way that they came about this, like in a way, like a stealth airdrop to people who like we didn't buy these expecting to get an ETH months later. So that's like the cool side of it where, you know, they do this and then maybe people start looking into other things that could do something similar. And then it, it just kind of gets not like brand loyalty, but, um, you know, it's giving back to the people that created all of this money for them. Like we paid to get on um, these dot ETH and then, Every time we're using it, we're kind of promoting them in a way. So like that that side of it's pretty cool. And I think kind of what you're saying before is like this is kind of how I see things moving, where instead of it, it is the Venmo for sending crypto. So I've like you said, there are people that say that drop your dot ETH. And you see that those tweet threads all the time. So I think it's a way that things are moving. And I wanted to make sure that my wallet had one because I figured at some point, it's not even just like a to be cool, but it was also, um, it was like ease, easeability as well, where sometimes, you know, I, I don't know what my whole ETH address is. And it's like, oh, I'm sending you blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, just ludog.eth, and I know it's going to go to my address. So um, that side of it was kind of the no-brainer to me because it wasn't that expensive. It's only like 0.01 ETH per year or something crazy like that, um, unless you have like three or four um, letters, which then it's like way more expensive. But um, I think it's... A reasonable thing for someone to just have one like the people that squat on them and they're like oh i'm gonna buy like um i'm spread like tony bought white mike.eth because <laughs> someone wanted to buy white mike.eth so he bought it and then he's like oh you're gonna have to like buy it for me you know and i think that side of it's not as cool <laughs> but um <laughs> someone did that with like a bunch of club top shot things i want to well, say didn't tony do plunge father too was that, that was that? from a different project what was that one? oh okay i can't remember you know which name tags that's what it's called oh, right? is that yeah, what it was? Oh, okay. he got plunge father and then he's like i'll sell it to you for however much and plunge is like i'm <laughs> not gonna buy it off of you but like was also probably mad that he he scooped <laughs> it from him so i don't know it, it's tough i'm not like going through and thinking of cool names that don't already have an ENS and buying them up or anything like that. 
So yeah, I, don't I think never did a bull case. I never did the ENS thing. Um, I didn't see the point, but I need someone to pitch me on why I should do it. Like, now, like I missed the tokens, obviously, but like, why, why would I want one now? Is it just the simple ease of not having to type out your wall, wallet address every it time? Is, is that like the bull case? Like, okay. It's and nice it's when I'm expensive. like, yeah. Well, yeah. No, tell I, you I, what, back when I minted mine, it was like right when, it was at that time when gas was just insane back in like April and May, like right around the V friends drop too. And I was like, when I didn't have a lot of bankroll, I was like, man, I am kind of dropping some dough on these ENS domains, but I wanted to look cool so bad because everyone had them in their <laughs> Twitter profiles and stuff. So it's like the first time that trying to look cool has ever gotten me a five figure airdrop, but I'm okay with it. I'm here for it. Wait, but it's not Phil. Yeah. So that oh. was another thing. Um, oh, t- did you buy that, Phil? That's uh, oh my gosh, that'd be funny. It is nice though when I'm typing it in. Like, you always almost wonder when you're sending. Like, I transfer between wallets, like from my ledger to my my actual MetaMask. It is nice to just be able to see, like in MetaMask, it'll say cptrade.eth instead of like zero x to a blah 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 and have like my full wallet up there wondering if i like missed a digit or something like that right yeah. even in a copy and yeah. paste so it's just nice to see cptrade.eth up there it looks clean on websites it's just convenient to be honest that's that's yeah. my other side bull cases once you start getting more wallets then yeah. you can organize which wallet you could you see people name their um profiles all all the time like you know, CP tray yeah. vault is a different wallet than CP tray, you know? Yeah. And so that, that just, you could have one, the dot ETH and the, and the other one, you know, with wallet dot ETH. And then, you know, which one's connected to which. Yeah. And I wasn't trying to FUD. I was honestly asking, cause to me, it just seemed like yeah. a thing you're doing to be, to, to be cool. Like, like Trey said is like, that's all, that's all I thought it was. Um, and, you know, obviously it would have been nice to get the tokens, but like to me, copy and pasting my wallet address was never that inconvenient. Um, I, I get the appeal of doing it if it's just simple and it's not expensive, but you would, it's like one of those things that you don't really get until you get it. And then you're just like, Oh, this is, this is kind of nice. Like at the moment you're like, is this really going to be like that cool or that, that great? But then once you get it, you're kind of like, okay, you know, I can see why people like it. But I mean, I think it's well, bigger it, than like, I, I think it could be bigger than Venmo type stuff in the future. I mean, it's not just sending money. It's it's like your entire digital identity eventually right i mean you have all these assets in your wallet all these different nfts that people can go and see and they can just go to cptrade.e right and they can see everything um so i think it's a little bit bigger than that you're not just sending money you're sending nfts you you can send really anything any digital asset uh and once everything starts getting tokenized you know we were talking about house deeds and all this other crap right once all that starts getting tokenized, I think ENS domains are just going to go right along with it. Yeah. I yeah. I don't really want my house deed on my like internet name, so I need to maybe I need to change. Yeah, it. right. I need a legal name wallet. That's yeah. Uh, that's clean. I don't know. Are we going to have to buy ENSs name. for like our children and stuff? Is that where we're heading? <sighs> that it's going to have to have like a a number I mean, at the end. I'm pretty that's sure what I'm saying like. <laughs> <laughs> Or you buy yeah. it from the person who squats on it. I mean, Tony's probably looking up. All right, what's Dingy's children's name? Let's get that ENS. So then he'll have to buy it from me. Yeah. 
it's probably out there. I don't, I don't protect that stuff too carefully. The other yeah. part for th- that's tech, that's convenience and security in my world is this is copying mm, the PC to your phone. I have, I've seen like in the discord, Oh, whitelist is open here and I don't have my ETH address. And so I'm on my phone and I don't, I currently don't have MetaMask on my phone. So I should just put in my notepad, like my long string and then be done with it. Um, and then I'm safe, but I get it. Copying from one spot to the other can also be a pain, but whereas I can type dangywing.eth, it's pretty easy to do. So yeah, get an ENS. Do it if you if you have the ETH to do it. If you're just building your bankroll, who cares yet? Uh, I would wait to do it. Uh, but I think that's fun. And you can get it for a year for like, it's basically free plus gas. And then if you don't use it in the year, then just don't renew it. All right, you're gonna have to t- teach me after the show how to buy one. Uh, I'll join the I'll join the gang if it's, if it's that Davis. Cheap. Davis did it. You can do it. Davis did That's it. Ori Ori has one. Yeah, I just don't know where it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's so funny that Ori got in last month. Already has a well, ENS domain. I know that Gump bought it for him, or however that yeah. went down. Which is a, <laughs> and I don't know. Awesome and I don't have one. like. It turned out being in a, like a really nice, uh, you know, compensated airdrop. Uh, and Babs well, doesn't even have one. I don't have hilarious. one. I just kept putting it on. I was helping Jack one day. Um, so someone squatted on Jack's name, but like didn't charge him for it and then sent it to him. And then it was this whole thing where it was still connected to the other guy. And you have to, it's just easier if you make it yourself. It's like three buttons. But if it's connected to someone else and they give it to you, then it's like all these added steps. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad that we brought up Ori, who was the original <laughs> Ori of the month in the Discord, because you know we're a little bit late, but it's fine. It's still it's November, and we actually had our vote for the November Ori of the month. And I'm pleased to announce that it's none other than Mr. Chung Nose, who's the Ori of the month this month. So uh, mm. congratulations, uh, Mr. Chung Nose. What that means is you will get to pick, and I'm actually scared about this. <laughs> oh, no. no Think about this. Uh, you get to pick an NFT's image to go on a coffee mug uh, in Mr. Overzet's store, <laughs> and you'll get one Yo. sent to you as well. Uh, and so I believe that means that I'll, I will likely end up buying it. Um, the, the funniest thing about Sean is he constantly switches his PFP to, like, what's he even going to pick? I hope he picks. Yeah, I hope. True. I hope he picks the thick girl. Please, like. Oh, oh, that would be <laughs> The thick girl would be so oh, good. Oh my god, that, I'd buy it. I mean, uh, that'd be that'd be tough for me to buy. Like, <laughs> that's a tough. That's a big ask. You won't even. You won't even put that type of stuff in your your like wallet because you're scared that your your kids will see it someday much less like put it in your cupboard where your kids are certainly gonna see it i mean they're not that tall yet but it's more guests like my in-laws will show up one day and like what is what is this um so ray yeah you know, you know. think actually i uh i know uh chung i know what you should pick i know what you, uh, what i think you should pick you can pick whatever you want but that's that's part of it um, and actually, one thing that we didn't do with Ori was we didn't do an AMA with him, which we we said we would if he wanted to. So we need to schedule that and do it. And I believe we can do a, a Chung Ori AMA um, together. I think it'd be fun to get both of them together. So um, congratulations, Chung, uh, for being our second Ori of the month in November. Uh, 
very exciting stuff for us. So um, let me go through. Hold on. We, we got to get, we got to have some fun. Um, Eric sent us some interesting show topics to cover today. So we'll pick one of those. Um, I don't love that. Don't love that. Um, Eric, these are terrible, actually. And I have a pretty big sense of I, I i cast a broad net about topics we can chat about are cheese doodles a chip that's a quick conversation don't do open-ended please um no uh random segment called babs is a host we're not doing that right now um pump the orcs 12k project we're not doing that right now um favorite everyday snack that's very broad very broad i need more specific than that what's everyone's bedtime slash alarm time that's again open-ended like you could do bedtime routine that's not as fun though Last but not least, why is gas so high? Eric, you're bad. Do better at this as our unpaid producer. He keeps asking what are we what's our plans for winter? Let, That's true. Give him that. I feel job. like we've already answered. I feel like we've already we, answered okay. quite a few times. De- DeFi Kingdom, then move on, right? <laughs> well, if if you're <laughs> you know, it's hibernate. Uh Bad, yeah, Bad Storm, actually had Storm a plan. hasn't left us yet. He said that he was gonna leave us after what, 10k ETH, I think he said. So we're halfway there. He, he has a separate goal. I believe he, he's he got he's got his own 1,000 to 100K challenge that he's doing. I'll, I'll leave that alone. I don't want to share that uh, necessarily, but um, it's very interesting. So my my personal plan for winter is is to explore DeFi. That's really it. Mm-hmm. Um, to see to see what monies are made there, to be made there, and also um, potentially what safe money is there. Like we're, we're going to be in the holidays. What does that mean? Normally, you're going to visit your friends and your family back home. They're going to ask what you've been up to. For those of us who are watching the stream, probably crypto should come up, if you're being honest. But if you care about your life, then you won't bring it up, probably, just because your ears going to be talked off with dumb questions. But what I really want to get to is like, I want my in-laws to invest, not invest, to put some money in DeFi, in just stables, and then see the APR or APY. Um, because what's going to... The, win- the winterest thing is American Express sent me a high interest rate savings account at 0.4%. And I'm like, okay, what are we doing here? High interest. Uh, yeah. high, like that's literally, that's What's I think about that normal twice a day. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. So I, I want to get them in DeFi world uh, during winter. I think it's a good good time to do that. Lou, do you have a winter plan? Yeah, so I this is actually something I, I wanted us to talk about at some point, what you just said with the stable coins. So we talk about stable coins, but I feel like we don't really get into the weeds on what we mean by it. So um, just for like people that don't fully understand. So I guess there's a couple different ways you could go about it. There's like the DeFi farms, like you could farm it. Um, but I think there's a lot of simple options. So one, and I was talking to Jacob about this earlier today, because I think he's doing it. Um, so BlockFi, they have, you can uh, stake USD, USDC, um, and it's up to $40,000 has 9% rate on it, which that's, so it's USD. Technically, it's not like you can just, take it out anytime you want per se, you still have to do all those transactions, but um, it's going to earn you more than if you sold it off and put it into your regular savings account. Like you said, it's like half a percent versus 9%. It just seems like a no brainer. So that's one thing I was looking at where if I say, 
say you just want to take one ETH off the table because it's about, you know, 5K or so. We're at all-time highs. Like, it's technically the best time ever to sell an Ethereum right now. So, so you just, like, take some off the table and you, you put it that way. Is there a better way to do it than that, I guess, is my question. Yes. Yes. Uh, the better way to do that is something that I have not done, but I, I desperately want to make time to do. Um, Gump, yes, this is the way. You deposit ETH on the mainnet or some sidechains on Aave. You can borrow against that ETH. So the ETH is still yours, but you borrow stable coins against it. And then you can use those stable coins. So um, the way, one way that I plan on paying myself is literally doing that. Put the ETH, take the stables, bring them out to my bank account, pay bills. That's that's how I'm planning to do it because I don't I don't want to sell crypto. Like I, I I really like the thought of taking profit right now really hurts because it's just like I I truly genuinely believe in the Ethereum future and so why do I want to take profit here? I don't want to. So, so, this is way out. so then what are your what's your LTV? Yeah. Uh, well, what's your long, like? Where do you? Yeah, because I mean, let's certainly a eighty to ninety percent, you know. Uh, crash or correction, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. I mean, if history repeats itself, ETH could do that. I'm not saying it will. It's in the within the range sure. of outcomes. I mean, where are you setting that that LTV at? Because then you you obviously want to be safe with it, especially if you're you know counting on it for bills and stuff like that, right? Like yeah. What is that? Like sixty six percent? I think is what they some yeah, of those protocols let you go like, up to. I'd probably go 20% because part of the yeah. beauty of Aave is in most scenarios, you can get return actually for borrowing money and at least you can get some of it. So the, the borrow percentage is very low. And the other part is that's yeah. motivation, at least for me personally, it's motivation to make ETH every week or so. Um, I, I made about an ETH on this ENS thing, whatever. Great. I would go pay off my loan first and then go stack ETH after that. Uh, making an ETH on ducks or so. I made some money on ducks last week. Pay off my loan. So that, that would be how I would pay myself off just to get that LTV going um, in a different way, going better. So yeah, I'd be careful if you're doing it that way as far as depositing ETH and then taking stables out mm-hmm. and pulling it all the way out to your bank account. Um, but that's that's one way to keep all your money, all your crypto at least. Uh, but if ETH goes up compared to the dollar, you're doing great. The other way to do it that's more complicated that I haven't gotten into that I've DM'd with a couple folks about is Abracadabra uh, doing stuff with magic internet money. It sounds really crazy, but it's actually a, a good platform um, where you can do a loop around some Ethereum borrowing and stable borrowing um, and get more APY than Aave even and do the same sort of idea. So um, if you follow a lot of us in the Discord, love Taiki Maeda as far as a DeFi guy he's like, yeah, I don't really want to move into stables, but I'll just, I'll throw some ETH over here. In this example, it was Harmony and Tranquil Finance. Throw some ETH over there, borrow against it, and then do that for this new Harmony Ohm fork. I know this is a foreign language, um, <clears throat> but yeah. we're, we're hopefully, I, I haven't told the guys in the show this, we're, we may be spinning off a DeFi show to get more specific in a DeFi world and more deeper into some of these specific things because it's it's crazy. Um. So yeah, well, that's my personal plan for winter and possibly doing that deposit ETH, borrow against it idea. 
Babs, what is your winter plan? Winter plan. Uh, yeah, like I, I wish I could know more about this DeFi stuff. Um, you know, DeFi Kingdoms probably my first exposure to it. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm really into that right now, and I do find it's a good learning curve of like the principles of DeFi. Um, and, and at least a fun way of doing it. Like I find it kind of boring otherwise a little bit. Um, like you know, I'm you're managing a full time job, managing trying to stay up to date with NFTs and also family. So doing another thing is overwhelming. So, so my winter plans, you know, I'm going to dabble in DeFi kingdom, yeah. try and keep up with some of the DeFi stuff that you guys talk about um, to the extent I can. Um, but otherwise, like I'm happy to kind of consolidate my NFT bags a bit. Um, I've been looking through, you know, trying to sell one or two, three, you know, one or two things a day of the stuff I know I'm, I don't really care to keep long-term. I'm kind of, kind of going away from the moon bag thing. Like if it has a moon bag by now, I'm okay kind of selling it off. Um, I'll use things like a, like a, my last groupie or my last Anamita. Like I'm, I'm happy to kind of sell those off, hold the ETH and kind of just like lower, lower my consolidation of my NFTs because I have too many um, and I can't keep track of them. So I'd rather just hold the ones I want to hold. I have some exposure still through some of the bigger ones that I have like Bored Ape and Pixel Vault. So, you know, I'm happy to hold Ethereum. Um, while it's pumping and, and kind of dabble in some of that stuff that you've mentioned. Trey, I could, I could see you squirming when Babs was talking about selling his moon bags. So, telling uh, his groupies, Trey, is... I still got eight of those. Don't be funny. <laughs> well, I'm I, not funny. Like, I, I like I'm them too. Like... Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I think it's different if you only have one. Yeah. It, 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 oh, if you had no, three, I'm in the like, same way. I'm, I'm actually the same way. I mean, I've got stuff that I, I I haven't really subscribed to the to the hold a moon bag unless I I pick and choose which one like I've still got I think I have like one Betty uh, Alpha Betty because I thought like hey you know I thought that those could moon at one point right so I'm just kind of like hanging on tight um, but it's like 0.05 so eventually you know some of these ones I am selling because I've got so many one offs that if I add them all up it comes out to like one or two ETH or something like that, right? So picking and choosing carefully which ones I, you know, sell and stuff like that, I'm not, I'm, I'm really not too worried about, um, but still trying to, you know, hold a moon bag here and there because I do think that there's still a chance that we, that we get like a big, big NFT bull market still that people aren't expecting. Um, so I still want exposure if that happens, I'm not saying Especially it will, the cheaper but stuff. I mean, what we were saying yeah. earlier, like if we don't, if we expect people to come in and not want to be spending five grand, then these little projects like an alphabetis is going to be yeah. more like the type of thing that they're going to want to buy into. Yeah. Yep. It's exactly. the whole gas problem though. Like, does anyone want to pay 0.04 for something that's worth 0.03? Um, you know, th yeah. then you're, you're, you're now, you have to hope it goes to the point one for you to actually get any profit, um, between the open sea fees and what you paid for gas. So I kind of got that in my head that I'm like, I have so much of this stuff that's worth between, you know, 0 0.01, 0 0.05. Like I'd rather just sell it than, you know, that, that adds up when you're selling 10 to 15 of yep. them. Right. So, um, with, with the way the gas was with the way Ethereum was like, I kind of just, moved on and like i agree with you like i think nfts might bull run again at some point but in my head i keep thinking that next bull run is going to be around you know 
NFT related games, right? Like I, I keep thinking that's the future rather than the PFP thing. Like, are those ever going to bull run again other than the blue chips? Like I, I just, my thesis was no. So I kind of moved on from them. Um, unless it's like yeah. one of those blue chips, like and that, that was just me making a call. Right. Like I, I, oh, I'm yeah. probably going to good chance I'm wrong, but that was like my thought process behind it. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, but yeah, in terms of winter, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot of DeFi stuff. I mean, that's, I got into DeFi before I even got into NFTs really top shot introduced me to crypto, but once, once top shot died, I, I mean, I was, I bought like CoinGecko's book on DeFi. Yes. They CoinGecko has a book for anybody that's looking to get into DeFi. Um, a book about but DeFi? I had, yeah, like literally I, I did not understand a single shred of DeFi, but I was listening to like Bankless and I was like, I don't know what this is, but it, it sounds really freaking cool. So I, I went on CoinGecko and bought, bought their book on it. So little did I know at that point that I had already experienced DeFi through like Uniswap and stuff. Um, so I didn't really even understand at a whole that that like just by doing a Uniswap transaction, you're technically participating in DeFi. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's going to be something that I really look into is, is, you know, I'm going to start DCing out of, you know, my ETH position probably soon or some of it at least. Um, so swapping into stables there and then earning yield on either curve or any other protocol that allows it, then I think that's going to be my strategy here for the next couple of months. But it's kind of nice that we have some downtime here to kind of manage all that stuff. Cause it is like, once NFT summer came along, I was just like, okay, I'm not, not doing the whole DeFi thing. That's for sure. Like, I, I think I got halfway through the coin gecko book before when NFT summer came along. Yep, exactly. Uh, the, for the, the non-nerds out there, DCA is dollar cost average, which basically means you don't sell your whole position at one point, but you sell a little bit. So it's, yeah. it's essentially hedging um, when you're buying in or buying out of a position. So um, right, Matt, right, Mo. I had a question about ballers on flow. So uh, we were, some of us were DMing about ballers on flow. I was interested in them because I'm interested in flow and dapper in general, like thinking about, you know, the NFL coming, how much money is going to be onboarded onto dapper in general. Like when the NFL comes online, like a lot, a lot, a lot, people are going to have credit cards out and ready to buy NF NFL NFTs. Um, so I'm bullish dapper, which therefore means I'm bullish flow, which said, okay, I'll buy some ballers. Um, they had a pretty interesting uh, queue system that worked well. I was bullish on it because it was Cloudflare's queue system, which Cloudflare Perfect. is known for internet security and like um, just being super good at uptime is the, is the way I would frame it, I guess. So I ended up buying three ballers um, with a Z. It's very important. So they're basically 8-bit avatar characters. Who knows? There's some rarity tied to it. So I don't know. It's an idea. Um, their marketplace doesn't come out until... December. So that's not too exciting. Um, I was originally out because of that. And I felt bad because I told some of my top shoddy friends that I'm out because of that December. But then, you know, I have dapper balance. What am I going to do with the $2,000 that I have in dapper, ba dapper balance? Nothing. I'm not buying more top shot stuff right now. So who knows? That's what I, I did with it. Anybody else play around with ballers or have a take on ballers? 
I I got one and mainly mainly because you guys were talking about it, and I thought you know I'll I'll, I'll try one. Um, the queue system to me was confusing because my time in waiting in the queue kept going up. I I didn't quite understand it. <laughs> Eventually, I got through. I got one. Thought I'd risk it. I had a little bit of dapper balance. Um, again, and I'm kind of like you. I'm not gonna not not outwardly trying to buy moments right now. Um, and 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 someone made a point. I can't remember who said you know like this could be a future like PFP that they use for top shot and the dapper world. So that mm. kind of got me interested in it. Like they don't have PFPs mm -hmm. there right now. Like no one uses their top shot moment as a PFP really. Um, so I thought maybe this was a good way for those guys to kind of have a way to have a avatar picture. Eh, kind of got interested enough. Uh, gave it a try. W one won't kill me. That was a good point. I don't remember who brought that up either, but might have even been Pete. It might have been Pete, actually. Yeah, um, I think it was. If it's none of us, if it was none of us, it must have been Pete. So, so my thing well, with, with that is, uh, they have. Did you guys hear about the hoodlums that are in the flow? They mm -hmm. they are the ones. They had a bunch of issues with their drop. Was their thing, but they're like the first PFP on flow. But I agree with the idea that if this is going to be that same sort of community and people can just use dapper money that they already weren't using and maybe if this starts pumping a little bit you know it, that'll bring some more excitement to it and people will be long on on flow nfts in general so i think that what a lot of people when i was looking what they're saying was well i have 200 dollars on dapper so i'll buy one versus like buying it with a credit card or with some sort of other crypto so that was kind of the cool part about it and they sold out right uh sold out. riley was just asking and i have no idea because the ui was so bad yeah, you would no it I, was, you guys was saw so that picture i had it, oh, it told me God. i had to wait at least a day in dude queue. my wait time was like five minutes right away and then it just i think me and you were Going both up. in the same boot loo. it was it was literally just I mean, I went from five to 15 to 25. And then, yeah, that's, I think by the end, it was like two hours. That's terrible user design. Like humans, if we see a time, then we're going to latch onto that time. So why give us a time? Yeah. Just don't tell us. Just say you're in the yeah. queue, you're waiting. I like actually how Top Shot does it. If you're X number in line, because it's a tangible number and it's a real number versus this time, it's an estimation. You don't know how long it's going to be. Um, <clears throat> I But I don't know how they sold out. I don't know if they sold out because you would just see a C literally 10k in a line of like five across and then however many down they're gone now that's why i thought oh. it was sold out because there weren't any more of those left i had one that was sitting mm -hmm. that didn't go through and i realized it after it like didn't process and so i only got one which i don't know maybe that's good or maybe it's bad but i got one we'll see we'll see I i'm excited to check back in when uh, we could sell those in the marketplace, which reminds me of like MotoGP. I know take take remembers MotoGP back in the day. Uh, I bought some at 4 a.m. I remember I bought packs and then sold them for pennies on Flow a while ago. So who knows? These are this is this kind of ties into the whole theme of the show, which is side chains exploring and doing different stuff. I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, if you're fortunate enough to have a DAP balance that you can play around with, sure, go ahead. Are you going to buy a two hundred dollar moment with it? Uh, I, I'm personally not looking to buy $200 more of moments. Um, all right, Lou, do you have any closing thoughts for the people on this fine Monday? Um, no, I think I'll be uh, Thursday. I'll be doing 
a Lucky Trader Lounge Thursday night if you guys want to hang out and talk more NFTs. Uh, the smiles, I don't even know. Oh, yeah. it, I don't know if you're supposed to like say the whole thing. There's a bunch of extra letters in there. But that one, it they they pushed off their reveal. So it hasn't revealed yet. But the fungies are going to reveal, uh, what was that, Friday probably? There's a few NFTs that I ended up minting last week that are all like going to reveal in the next few days. Those Horizon Troopers, the Dab Special, um, mm. that one should be revealing too. So the goats? waiting on reveal. Did, did you get any goats last night? I didn't. Oh, you didn't. They looked yeah, exactly good. like the other goats to me. So I was like, this, this is dumb. yeah, yeah. Well, Which yeah, one? We, I think we had two other goats. Right, Waka Flocka. Waka Flocka bottom. <laughs> Whoever that oh, yeah. is, Art right? Wars. That was the a Art big Wars thing. Wednesday. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm in all those with you, Lou, and I got goats too. Yeah, I'm just tailing uh, I'm, dabs now. He's got all the alpha. He's gr- he's grinding those discords so hard. I, I'm back. Oh, yeah, you was in the voice trap or the <laughs> voice chat today. It was incredible. How Babs, did you talk to him about the voice chat? Was he close to unmuting himself and talking? Was he close at all? I didn't ask him if He'll he was get there. Unmute, I, I think he was enjoying listening. Um, because he's never experienced an art block drop before either, right? So I think I think he enjoyed listening to see, you know, like everyone kind of get excited and nervous about it. Um, and you know, obviously doesn't have the bankroll for that because he's just starting, but it was you know, it intrigued him to watch and listen. Um and to be to be honest, at the end of the day, you're probably better off missing that drop um, based on what the floor price is looking. But you know, it's always fun I'm to have another. Free. Yeah, it's above. Yeah. It's above mint. You made money. No. It's about mint. It's about. Well, it depends when you got in. Like if you got in early with gas, you're fine. If you got in late, mm. if you got in late, two point seven. Yeah, like I paid two point nine, right? So, Ooh. I, I'd be losing right now. The floor is at two point seven. Two, it was like it's almost three. Like it was two point eight five the last yeah, time yeah. I saw. I think that one got bought up though. Okay. Um, but, I'm I'm still considering buying in. I'm I'm probably not going to though. We'll see. Trey, do you have any parting thoughts? Uh, I don't have a I don't have a whole lot. Um, I think, man, if you got downtime, I mean, going to Club DeFi and and. I think we got those pinned airdrop channels up that I posted. I mean, go yep. check that out. Experiment, you know, experiment with some of those other, if you're, you know, if this discussion has gotten you, you know, intrigued on DeFi, start experimenting with it. Just looking at some different YouTube videos, just trying to figure, figure it out on, on your own and then asking questions in club DeFi. I think DeFi is kind of the next place to look if you're just if you've got downtime and you're looking to kill some time while also making some money um passively a little bit more if you're not in DeFi kingdoms i think it's uh i think it's i mean if if you're bullish on crypto long term why not start learning about that kind of stuff right now and educating yourself i think it's a i think it's a good idea so i guess that would be my parting thought but Still well, keeping, if, if you, uh, still keeping my eye on all the NFT stuff too. I mean, there's still opportunities out here for sure. So, yeah, like, the, like the goat, staying just staying on top of it. And uh, yeah, we're not as active as we once were, but maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, like uh, saying that though, there's probably what five mints at least this week that you could have made money on. Like the the yeah. ducks, you could have made a ton if you weren't yep. you know panicked right away. 
still chances yeah. like back back like the padlet days for us now we got one or two a day that you can kind of pay that's attention what I said to. last week yeah yeah so. it's time to do our research so uh if you miss the the rush of minting three things a day and just not knowing what's going on um just bridge some of your money over to a side chain and then you'll feel that rush again because it's terrifying the first time that you do it because you're like okay it's gone where'd it go because normally you'll send it literally to a burn address which means it's gone so it's a little scary. That was, I enjoy that, that was me with the first time I, I sold one of those Henny things today. Um, yeah. and, and I was trying to transfer my, you know, die back and it's gone. I don't know where it is. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna have to figure that one out. But, but yeah, like you said, I looked at the, I looked at the transaction. It said, you know, you're sending it to a burn address that never processed. Um, eventually the R blocks drop happened. So I had to get off that page. Um, but yeah, like now, now I have no idea where it went, but it was, it was like, you know, it wasn't a ton of money to me, like obviously. Um, but just, yeah, again, it's scary bridging over on things you've never experienced before. Totally. Yeah. My recommendation is I even did this with harmony. I had a little scared with that. My recommendation is say you are going to move like one ETH just for simple numbers, move 0.1 first, try it with 0.1. Don't just throw it all the first time. The stupid Henny thing you couldn't though, because they were charging you 250 die minimum just to do one bridge. To, to do one bridge, yeah. so you couldn't. Yeah, you don't. I'm not doing more than one, right? So I, yeah. I sent it all, and yeah. Anyway, I I wonder why they charge that much to do a bridge. Like, is it is it a manual process? Is there someone sitting there to click buttons to move the money to Ethereum? Like what? I mean, the Ethereum bridge to uh, Polygon takes like hours. Yes does so i guess there's but some stuff going on in the back end of that not all of them do take that long though so don't be scared the, the point is being scared is normal that's what i was trying to get across and we'll we'll talk to you about the normal timing of, of these different bridges around <laughs> uh my parting words uh this is gonna this is on brand but if you need some additional security if you're scared about security for your computer get a little yubico I just got two of these bad boys in. I got two because I wanted the backup. What that is, the physical device, so you can log into things from my Google account in particular. You need this and my password. So you click a button and then let you in. So um, <clears throat> a lot of the recent hacks that we've seen, especially on Discords, have been related to Web 2.0 security and hygiene that way. Not necessarily your seed phrase and your wallet and your hardware wallet, etc. So use good hygiene in other places as well in your internet life. On behalf of Lou, Babs, Trey, Dangy Wang, thank you all for hanging out. Have a good week. Bye.